Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Helm to Tower podcast. That's right, we are back. Hello, I'm Mike Burgess, and I'm with my friend here, Alex O'Neill. Alex, how you doing? What's up? Doing good. It's Destiny time. We're about to get so much stronger as That's well. right. So it's, that, it's very exciting. Yeah, very exciting. Yeah, we know... Um, from this past week that just went uh, went by, the mid-season patch is going to be dropping on the 18th. That's like the day before we're recording this podcast, or, or the day the yeah the day we're recording this podcast, the day before that happens. So we'll see what other cool things are in that. We know some things like you know we talked about in the last episode about like some buffs to some primaries, auto rifles are back, baby. Pulse rifles are feeling stronger. Going to be going to be exciting indeed. Um, there'll be. I think there's other stuff too. They said I don't remember everything, but I'm sure they will have some good, a good, uh, juicy patch note, uh, pretty full patch notes once that goes up. Um, so that'd be cool. That'd be a cool thing this week. Um, I will say, like overall, though, it's def- we're definitely in that that mid season lull for sure. Mm-hmm. As all things are considered, you know, it happens. That's just the way of destiny. So we that's why we took off a week. So you figured not too much would happen. Um, of course, they, they did end up dropping a a Lightfall blog, kind of post mortem blog, talking yeah. about some of the stuff they've already made updates, like updates they've already made to the game, but some of the stuff they're thinking about as we go into next season, in, uh, like in like a month or so. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll talk about that blog. Um, there's some other things in the Twabs they've talked about in the last couple weeks as well with the. Uh, Weapons coming and going and all that fun jazz. Um, but yeah, like, like, you know, I've admittedly not been playing a lot of Destiny this but this week in particular. I did do a couple GMs, but I know, Alex, uh, you are telling me that you tried out some Master Raid challenges. So uh, how did that go? Yeah, I mean, so the first time I've been pl- I played with the, the new Master mode of Raids. Mm-hmm. Um, I did all the King's Fall stuff um, when I guess I was two seasons ago season of the plunder um which was great that was kind of like my first time going week to week and doing master raid challenges and uh it definitely raised my appreciation for king's fall as a raid and i think the challenges in that raid in particular make it even more fun Mm -hmm. to play because it has everybody doing a little bit of everything um which is true of most like raid challenges so I hadn't uh, been around. I've been doing other stuff and working on other stuff. So I haven't been playing as much Destiny as well. So I haven't been doing the Master Challenges for the first two weeks. Um, so I, I can't necessarily speak to those. But jumping in uh, to the third Encounter Challenge, which is the, the Planets Challenge for folks who don't know, mm-hmm. you have to switch all of the Light Side Planets to the Dark Side and Dark Side Planets to the Light Side as opposed to kind of resetting them back to where they're supposed to be. Um, which means uh, you have to do the like longest form of the encounter. Right. Um, and it is really, really tough. I mean, we spent three hours on it last night. Uh, did not, we got to the damage phase once for a point of reference. So um, it definitely feels like the hard part isn't the damage part where like, where like that was true of say like war priest. Yeah. Um, it is the getting to the damage parts uh, within the extremely unforgiving time limit. Um, uh, so, you know, you have two phases of moving planets 
And then you have basically half of a full phase of moving planets to get the things to the center plates for damage. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's ways to like save some time, uh, right? Like you can shoot this little thing at the in like the top center of the room to end the planet moving phase early to kind of bank time for later phases. Um, but that also requires you to get those planets there early, which right. that I think was <laughs> what we were struggling with. Cause like the, the Colossus that spawn on the four platforms are now barrier champions. Um, and you know, you still have to get last hit on them. So people can't necessarily help you consistently to stun because you have to get last hit to move the planets. Uh, and then you have to get across the board and deposit your planets and then communicate that to everyone so somebody can shoot the the pillar at the top to to kind of end things early and bank a little extra time. And mm -hmm. we were just not getting it down. Uh, and it was just brutal. It just felt like we didn't have enough time to the point where like it felt like we were doing something wrong sure. to me. So maybe there will be things that we learn, discover when this challenge comes back around in rotation to to do it better. Um, what I will say, right, you know, is kind of first time playing with surges in that context. Um, and I was using Outbreak as like my go-to weapon because it's anti-barrier and, and it's very powerful and it's good at like chipping away at other stuff. Uh, and you definitely feel it, right? Like I was running Solar Warlock and it's like, okay, Outbreak getting the kinetic, the basically the surge buff of me just running the subclass is very substantial. Uh, yeah. yep. And I liked that. It definitely felt like I could gear myself more toward, you know, something stronger than, you know, being at such a level disadvantage, like something that's much more powerful. Makes me wonder, you know, like if Outbreak's about to get a 20% damage buff, on top of everything. <laughs> yeah. Like it makes really me good. really wonder how that's going to feel. Uh, I definitely think it would feel better than where it's at. Um, but yeah, I, I like to be honest, I don't, this is probably a controversial take. I don't love that encounter in the raid. Um, mm -hmm. And I know that's like generally, I feel like a lot of people's favorite encounter from the raid. Cause it is certainly like the most interesting. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's because, you're elongating it with this whole having to move two planets instead of one. Sure, uh, yeah. And you're, you're really putting pressure on yourself because of the, the extended time limit and stuff like that. Uh, but I just, you know, I felt what you're doing like is just like picking up a thing and moving it and waiting and killing a big guy. Like it just didn't, I didn't love it uh, when I was like sure. put to the grindstone in that, in that way. Um, I did, however, in my regular run of Ron this week, I when we got to Nezrek, I played uh, aggro for the first time, and I loved that. Like to the point where it really changed that whole fight for me. Like it, mm -hmm. it felt like a way more engaging, way more like how I would want that fight to go. Uh, like how my role plays into that fight, I, I really, really liked it. Um, and maybe that's because like when you're just doing the orbs, you're just basically doing the first encounter, but in a different context. Right. Um, and this felt like a much more unique role um, to do in that raid. But yeah, I really loved it. It was super fun just pissing off Nezrek and, and kind of getting the timing down on when to hit him and uh, being able to 
communicate the <clears throat> what buff you need to the team. Yeah, and kind of draw them around and stuff away from people. Yeah, it's fun. It's yeah. Fun. Yeah, it, 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 it's very like, it felt very MMO boss in that fun way that I, I like from stuff like Final Fantasy fourteen. So right. um, mm-hmm. on that end of like my Root of Nightmares runs, I, I really, really like that. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I just did a little bit of the legendary uh, mission solo, which did not go well. So we can move yeah, on. Yeah, that's still still feeling that. Um, yeah, honest, honestly, I forgot about the challenge, the raid challenge stuff, because I actually did um, a run of that this week as well. That's just how much destiny is that by my I completely forgot that I did that raid run with my clan, and we actually did that challenge not on master, but um, we did it on the the regular regular um, uh, just normal version of the raid um and, and that, that's that was an okay challenge um yeah like i like you said like i it's always just like a you just adding an extra step okay sure that's fine mm. like i think the destiny raids to me are more fun when you figure out that kind of very um speed sort of speed i guess the the you know to put it simply the fastest way to do it and when your team executes that in a fun fun way and like a successful way that feels that feels good so when you yeah. have these challenges that are just like we're gonna we're gonna kind of force you to stop these things and do it this way, like they can always sometimes they can be okay and sometimes they just don't feel um, as as a fun. And I, I would kind of agree with that. Of like we didn't have we it took us a couple tries to do that challenge, uh, but when, you know we, we obviously we're doing it on the, on the normal rate, so it wasn't as bad. But they always just they always just feel like like not that interesting challenges i would say yeah when they just are kind of like all right you're just doing this again but now we're making you do the extra step instead of just doing something else which i think some of the other challenge encounters are better at like like this like the second one like the second one is like an interesting idea although that it is it it, we only gave it a couple tries in my group and did not like do a successful run of it just because it got annoying um but you know, I at least appreciate that it is something different in like having to like have this extra layer of communication rather than like doing a whole bunch of extra steps to like set up a set up a damage phase or whatever. Yeah. And like my favorite raid challenge, like because this got me thinking about it, is probably the totems challenge from Kingsfall. Uh, the first encounter challenge from that mm-hmm. because it just has you do everything and like right. a, there's like a complete rotation of everyone doing everything and I just I love when you execute on that with your team of six like how good that feels yeah yeah um, agreed it's really good um, yeah, yeah. Th- but yeah other than that I uh, GM's dropped last week Grandmaster Nightfalls um, and I've already done half of them, which is usually nice. how it goes the first week, which is pretty nice. Um, the first, the first day when they dropped, I did, uh, I did the, like the, the easy ones, quote unquote, which is weird to say specifically, especially these ones, which are glassway and proving grounds, which was never the case before, which is really weird to say, but they, I would say, well, now I've done the third one. I've done a third one, which is arms dealer. I did, I, we did arms dealer. I did, I didn't do that with our, we did, I did the first two with uh, our friend Twitter group, uh, Jake and Nicole, but then my other one I do with my clan. Um, I would say arms dealer honestly felt just about as easy as I, those two did. Um, okay. Obviously like it feels cause you know, by and large, it's not dramatically different, but you do have to, you do have to, you know, 
you know, full, do the full boss encounter now. That's kind of obviously like I would say one one of the biggest differences from the previous one, where you could, you know, as soon as you got into the boss room, you just instant nuke him. You could also like cheese it so he shows up earlier, and you can just dunk on him, which you can't do any of that anymore. But there's, but like the the inclusion of that, the whole thing with that updated the strike is now like you have all the ally characters and stuff like running around throughout the different parts of the strike. And I will say like, I don't, I don't know if it's this way in like maybe the base level ones and like it varies like how much damage they do, but like they were legitimately putting up a fight in grandmaster at least, which was like not really nice to see. Like they yeah. were, they were like in the boss room, I would say they were more like a, just like a good, like aggro, like cause they will draw enemies to them. So you don't have everything coming down on you as, as a, as a fire team, which was nice. Um, but there are other sequences like the, it's mainly that sequence when you, uh, are like, you're kind of out, out, outdoors in the middle of the strike. It's like right after you do like the dunking all the fireballs, then you run to the base and then you're like outside going in, into the bigger ship. Um, and you're like now, now it's like that sequence is like, you have to grab the fireball and like dunk it in a thing to get a bunch of dudes to help you out during that sequence. Like those dudes, like can like, we, we literally had like multiple times where, like they just start, they engaged in the fight and we could just go like, all right, let's just see what they can do. And they would, they would just clear out the area for us, like <laughs> nice. at a relatively decent, like amount of time. And it's just like, wow, this is kind of cool that they are like this effective in this, in these scenarios, which is cool to see. And I don't feel yeah. like it was that way in the other ones. Maybe I'm just, maybe we just weren't, I've not paying att attention enough. Cause it's just like a normal strike. So you can just blast through it anyway, no matter what, what anyway. But it was cool to see in that GM context for sure. Um, so yeah, the, the, we did those three. Like, th th definitely the biggest takeaway is like it's really enter entertaining to think about that lead up to Lightfall and people like being so down on Strand Titan. And boy, does Strand Titan make the make Grandmaster Nightfalls feel like a fucking joke? <laughs> like it's kind <laughs> of insane. Like you know, they're literally just you know those first two we did. Uh, corrupted and um, not corrupt, not corrupted, but Glassway and um, proving, proving grounds. grounds, where like literally we would just have scenarios where you know you have these funnels in different parts of you know, in the, especially in the Glassway boss room where the, like enemies just funnel down and you could just like sit there and just rotate. We just had two strand titans and also had, supers, yeah, not even <laughs> not even supers, just like doing a barricade and stringing them all up. And, or, and then they, then if anyone would come down and we still had enemies to fight from being strung up, we just throw a grenade at one of them, would just throw a grenade at them. Then you just <laughs> throw another barricade up and then you just, you just have like these loops with, with like, the, like the suspending powers of uh, a strand Titan that just like make some parts of those counters that were like the most stressful parts, just like so breezy now. That's nice. That's so it's, nice. It's pretty nuts. And like other changes to like, I would point out like um, improving grounds, um, you know, when you first get into that tank room, which is always kind of the big stressful part of that, that, that GM, right? Like wish ender now, like is so good. Cause like it, it, they already improved it like over season over season, but like now it like, I don't know, I guess it's cause however the like multiplier of damage it does, like you can yeah. just shred those little like interceptor, like tanks that are like super annoying, with nice. with wish ender now like it's crazy like because I, I used to like have to waste rockets on it and like stress about like all right, i need to dump rockets into this and hopefully it hits them because i don't have this right rocket type where now it's just like i can just sit there with wish ender across the arena 
Or if I get a, you get lucky and you don't, you don't have to jump down and they just start like, you know, in the line of fire from that up, upper area before you drop down the room, you can just like plink him from there and just take him out. And it was like <clears throat> nice. both, both times I did it um, super breezy with because I did end up doing it with both groups um, to help help my other clanmates get through it in with uh, Jake and Nicole. And like both times, yeah, super easy um, compared to that. It was kind of yeah just. It's kind of definitely nice, um, you know, s- similar stuff in the boss room where you just kind of, you know, you just do your similar rotations. But even that was like not as bad because you again, you have strand titans. So like, you know, you can c- uh, take care of the unstops that come come out fairly more easily now uh, compared to what you had <clears throat> with the power of suspending with strand. Because now you can like even if you're in a scenario where you suspend it and then you just go oh shit fireballs are coming at you you don't have to like keep fire you can just kind of you know rotate and move around and more than likely they'll still be suspended for quite a while <laughs> so you have plenty of time to just go do what you need to do kind of kind of uh with that so it's like really nice um yeah both both ended up being not as bad as it was um got some some decent uh hung juries out of that i i completely forgot about the, the updated adept cipher stuff that's like the new drop oh, yeah from those that you'll use to get your adept drops um the one thing that i will say is kind of unfortunate and i i'm sure might change in the future was you can get you can hold 10 maximum of those on your character but once you get those 10 you can't drop them so you can hold like more in your postmaster um so you can and, ten, and you need 10 of them to get um one basically one extra roll for an adept mm. uh, weapon each week, which I think it's because it's I think it's because it's du- it was a double loot week. This is the first double loot week you were getting like four per uh, oh. GM drop, which was nice. But I think on yeah, normal nice. I think on normal weeks it'll just be two. Got it. I, I'm assuming that's how it'll work, and we'll have to see once the this new week starts. Um, but this week will be interesting for sure because like the the main one up is heist battlegrounds, and that one apparently will have been updated with like it's slightly easier modifiers um they're like like adding less enemy waves or something into uh the higher difficulty ones or whatever so i'm curious curious how that'll work out um uh i've definitely seen already people find us super easy cheese (laughs) for for the boss room so stand on like the top or whatever Yeah, you can stand on this yeah there's like a place you can stand um and just lure the boss to and you just can't do anything um, and you can just do that until the 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 uh, the phase where you have to dunk the orbs. Then you just you know take your time to dunk the orbs, and you just go back there, kite the boss back over there, and just just cheese him to death. Um, so we'll see if that that can that exists <laughs> past this because that might make that even easier. But we'll have to see. Um, I've not looked much into the other ones, which is Hypernet and uh, Lake of Shadows. Lake of Shadows, I'm expecting to be not fun <laughs> hypernet though I, I hypernet though i could see being okay um just like i think some of that just really comes down to like you know figuring out how to deal with that boss room but um even on earlier difficulties i've i feel like i've figured figured out some nice uh rotations around the room and stuff so it might just be a scenario like that where you have to figure out how to move around the room in a way to like you know do what you need to do to do damage and stuff um, definitely, definitely, um, excited to try that one less. So the other ones, <laughs> but, but we'll see, yeah. um, how heist, uh, the, the battlegrounds go. Um, uh, but yeah, with doing all that, 
I got up to Guardian rank ten. I'm a big I'm a big ten boy now. Um, just have a couple couple last things to do. Um, I have to I have to do a master I have to do a master um, raid completion. So oh. I might as well I might as well just probably do that. I'll probably just see if I can find people who want to do who would just want to kill and fight Nezrek on master and see if that counts. Cause it does, it just says complete it. So I'm assuming you can just kind of do the boss clear and be okay. Yeah. Um, considering I did, I did get the, the, um, the, uh, Matt doing a master dungeon completion is also one of the requirements. And I got that cleared and I'm pretty sure. Okay. And I had only ever done master, uh, whatever that boss's name was. Duality. Or uh, no, I did, I did, I did master spire as well. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it because it because it, it does specify it has to be the most current one. So I'm assuming oh. I'm assuming when when the when the um new dungeon when, comes yeah out. when the new season carries over to get to rank eleven next season, um you will have to do yeah mas- a master completion of that dungeon and also complete it solo. Uh, that's another requirement to get to rank eleven. You don't have to solo flawless it, but you do have to complete it solo. Yeah. Um, is one of the requirements. I do know that that was supposed to be retroactive as well. Yes, so. yeah, some of that stuff was supposed to be retroactive, and it should be in this patch. I think they said that that'll be fixed. So we'll see if I because I did. Um, I, I don't know if I guess we'll see if that because I've done master clears of previous raids. If it just does that, but it does say current raids, I'm assuming it needs to be master root of nightmares. Um, which is fine, but those are like the two big things. Cause like the other, the other only thing I have to do is just get, um, commendation scores of commendations for the end game activities, which mm-hmm. is and once again, you know, here we are again with needing some kind of weird co- arbitrary commendation thing to show our skill level or whatever. But like it is, it's basically like you have to be given, um, these like, the end game ones, so like ones that are only in raids that are like ally and leadership ones that are like in raids and high level nightfalls and stuff. You like have to get a certain amount of those to meet the meet the rank eleven requirements. But we'll see if I do that. I probably will, but I'm but I'm still kind of feeling the you know um, the nice kind of this lull in Destiny stuff has been a nice time for me to just like go play other stuff or do other things uh, with life, yeah. which has been nice. Like I've been playing some other games like I played uh talked about it on one of our other podcasts trip to Nintendo land I played dredge which is a really cool indie game fishing RPG I finished that on steam on my steam deck which is really nice playing yeah. uh horizon forbidden west because it was oh. because it's on um they added it to like the PlayStation like it's like subscription basically the game pass for them where they put their games on there you can play them as long as you have that like subscription tier so I started playing that yeah, and that's a good game. Yeah, it's pretty all right. Um, you know, it's it's always it's always that weird thing because we also got that amazing Tears of the Kingdom trailer, and that was like, <laughs> wow, wow, I really would rather be playing that open world game than this one right now. But here we are; it's yeah. fine. It's all right for sure. You know, just having our times. But uh, yeah. but yeah, you know, and I've been playing all the Pokemon games. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I did finish Pokemon Platinum, by the way. And nice, uh, Cynthia's Garchomp can suck my narts. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you, you, yeah, I feel you. Level my, 62 yeah, Garchuk. Yeah, four, Get out of here. Yeah, 14, 14 year old me really feels you right now. I'll be like, man, yeah. Cynthia, you piece of shit. 
<laughs> I hate it's the worst too because her whole team is like the exact team that I would make. Yeah, I, yeah, it makes me so mad. <laughs> that's why. It's, that's why. It's, but Cynthia is one's good. Cynthia, Cynthia is still one of the the hypest or more recent like elite four hype champions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she was a good one. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's been nice. Like I, you know, we've still been playing some Destiny here and there, but it's nice to kind of. I always, I mean, it's weird. I know it's something weird to say on a Destiny podcast, maybe, but I, I actually don't mind when there's kind of like lulls and downtime with Destiny yeah. to do other things yeah. and play other things. And then when destiny's popping, it's popping and it's always fun to jump in and play more. Like I'm sure like I'll still probably play some this week and see how all the new changes and feels. And I'll probably, I might do like a raid run with my clan, but like other than that, I'm not doing like, like the daily grind or whatever. Like I'm not really doing any kind of stuff like that. Like I feel like I won't really get back to that stuff till like maybe when guardian games comes out, but even then I might just focus on the guardian games requirements and just kind of, yeah, that out. Th- that's what I'm I'm looking forward to as well. Uh, Guardian games and like that's when I'll do all the the seasonal challenges that I haven't been doing week to week. Yeah, um, same. And I, yeah, the only thing that is like killing me that I haven't done is getting all the catalysts for the right. play for Vex Caliber. Uh, yeah, I haven't done that because I. Yeah, I already have the glaive at like level twenty seven. So because I, <laughs> I love it, I think it's a great weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, ah, oh, I just <laughs> I want to be able to socket everything into this that I want to put yeah, there. Just put there. I I just can't yet because I just haven't beaten that on legendary, and it's just not a thing that's like right where I need it to be for me to solo it. So I'm gonna try yeah. it again after the PVE weapons buff, and then see how that goes, and then. Uh, assuming, which m- more than likely, I'm not going to be able to get through it again. Uh, I'll recruit some folks to to help me, and then yeah. just get those done. Yeah, I, I've been I've been I've been back and forth on that because I would like I would I I don't really mind care honestly care about the catalyst, but if you get all the catalysts, you get like a cool ghost shell and an emblem, <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's like a cool the ghost is really cool because it's all like vex networky like blocky looking, um, and, yeah. I, and I would like that. But then the 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 idea of having to do that on legend three times to get all the different yeah. gallus is like, I'm like, yeah, maybe just, maybe just hope that like, you know, even if it's maybe if it's end of this season or maybe like a, a later season, they'll just kind of be like, ah, here you go. Just complete it once and you get everything. Yeah, uh, like if, they ever, if they ever do that, I'll be like, cool. Here, I can, let's do it. I'm back. Yeah. But, but like, it's I definitely a thing I could see them doing, too. Uh, it is a bummer, but you know, I, I like that mission. I just, I do, you know, I do the, too. The, the legend version is, is extra brutal. I think they rough. like heard, heard people complaining that legend or the, you know, exotic missions weren't as hard as they used to be. And right. they just kind of ticked some meters up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but, definitely like way more enemies in that than I feel like any other mission. Yeah. Like for sure. That's definitely, that's definitely part of it is there's just, it's just constant. And like there's multiple times in that in in those some of those encounters, they're just you're just constantly bombarded, and there's like not any downtime. So it's like you got to be on it in a way that's pretty intense. So it's it's that, and then the the two titles of the the season that I want to get. Well, I guess three, including whatever the Guardian Games one is going to be. Yeah, because because well, remember we'll get the if you get the Guardian Games one, then you'll get that overall one, which is what is it? What was it? Reveler. Reveler, yeah. which is cool. Um, I did get the Neo Muna one done, but yeah, I'll probably get that. Um, 
I'll probably get the, gonna, that Queen's Guard one as well. I think is the season one. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Oh, I gotta do the uh, the Legend uh, battle round today before it switches. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. the last one. Um, I was gonna ask you, what did you do for the the seven minute run of the one mission? Did you have two other people with you for that? Yeah, for Virtual Fighter. Yeah, because me, me, it was uh, actually. I think I think we ran, I randomly did it one day with Nicole and Jake. And yeah, doing that, doing that, because cause also remember that like doing that mission under seven minutes or what is it? Is that what the, the thing is? That's one of the, the triumphs that you yeah, need. The, um, the headlong mission is like not um, like on like a higher difficulty, like when you pick it off the, the, the icon. So like that, that, that threw us off because we were used to doing the legend one. So like me, we, I went in there with me, me, um, Jake and Nicole and like we like did it twice because we ran it the first time and we did so fast that we almost got the platinum like on our own run because it was because it's just like it's let it's like basic difficulty so now you're like fully leveled you can just freaking cruise through that and like melt the boss pretty fast with multiple people um and because you get this the the because it's all strand focused you get like the strand the buffed version of strand or whatever doing that so you can just murder everything in there super fast um, and then we ended up doing it twice because we did because we went in there and we were like, oh boy, here we go. Let's try and see what happens. And we did it the first time. We were like, holy shit, we like blew through this because it's not cool. on legend anymore. And then, um, so I think it's, I think it's definitely doable seven minutes because we, we like, again, that platinum time is like only like a couple minutes or whatever. Yeah, um, so, I think it's that and one other triumph I need. I'm yeah, not sure did you is. do? Did you do the story mode? I think there's like the story mission on yeah. Master is the one. Yeah, that's the other one that yeah. I have to do. That one, it's not too bad, especially because they like lowered the dip from they like that was like a patch a week or two ago was they lowered the difficulty on a lot of Legend and Master stuff. Um, so that, so that's not too bad, but yeah, you'd have to probably LFG for it or get recruit some of us. I mean, I'd be down to help you. Um, yeah, for some time. Because it's not complete it's a not, partition within seven minutes and complete a campaign mission on master. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're not they're not as bad as they seem. I would I will say, having cool. having done them. Um, but yeah, um, let's get into these blogs that they that they uh, that we got over the past couple weeks. Um, the yeah. big the big one, uh, which was uh, oh, like two weeks ago, I think almost, um, was a reflecting on a lightfall uh, blog post that came in. And um, it basically was kind of a combination of like, here's kind of the pain points that a lot of the, a lot of the community had with with like stuff that came out of Lightfall and some of the things, uh, various things that uh, that thing. And here's some of the changes we've already made. And here's kind of looking forward to more adjustments to some of these like kind of systems and things. And um, and also some new things they also revealed in here um, for season the next season, season twenty one, uh, season of the deep. Um, so I'll just, we'll just go ahead and, uh, go down what, what they kind of talked about. Um, they started off by talking about guardian ranks and updates coming to that. And I, I kind of, I'm just going to read some of this verbatim cause I, cause I think it was also good to read cause I feel like they, they talked about guardian ranks here and there and some of the pre-release lightfall stuff and some like blogs and articles and stuff. But I think they did not have like a a direct like what they have here in this blog, which is like a direct, like here are the goals we have for this system. And like, are they meeting these goals and like what you, you know, to set our expectations of what they want this to be and what we should expect for it in the game. Right. Like they mm-hmm. gave us like some general details, but we didn't really see it till we got it. And now it feels like this is more of their 
outline for it. So I'm just going to read uh, what they uh, said in the blog here. Guardian ranks should be a useful guide season over season, which means they should reflect the most recent content in the game. Hitting the highest rank you can achieve isn't easy, so you should feel pride in showing it off across multiple seasons. We also expect players would become annoyed if they had to redo all of the basics each season, so we're building in shortcuts to renew ranks you've previously achieved even faster. Yeah, that's that's you know definitely a, a point of it, right? Of like, I get the I get the idea that like they want something to show like you are current with the game, season over season. Uh, and like as they introduce like raids and dungeons and other th- other things each season, um, but the idea that like you have to also kind of redo things over and over again, I think is just like a uh, uh, yeah. I think be- or, or like to be fair, like Destiny has always been a little bit of that, right? But like I think having it be this like very direct track to like show things, like makes that those like cogs and the 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 like the wheel, so to speak, of Destiny be more direct in a way that like makes it feel like not as fun, I guess, if that makes sense, what I'm saying there, but like, totally, I, th- I, you know, I, th- and I, but I think it's, I think they're, but I think they're, they're right. Then they have the right mindset. Uh, but let me continue yeah. here. Um, to that end, we've refined the goals for seasonal resets. Players should be able to represent their accomplishments across a whole season, and those who have previously completed a Guardian rank should be able to renew that rank quickly in the next season. The social signal should also have meaning each season. That Guardian is rank 8, so they clearly know how to complete a raid. I should join their fire team for the new one. So that's the kind of an example they give. Um... So how will this manifest in the game? When starting a new season, your rank displayed to everyone will reflect your highest rank earned last season. And if you achieve a higher rank than you did last season, it will be your new displayed number. Players renew their previously completed ranks by only completing blue tinted categories in the Guardian rank progression. Other other categories will not reset. Ranks you do not renew will fade at the end of the season. So there you go. So basically how it'll work from now on is if you hit guardian rank at the end of season of season of defiance, when you start season of the deep, you will be displayed as a guardian rank 11, but to keep that guardian rank 11, you need to basically hit guardian rank 11 again in season of the deep. But otherwise it'll be whatever guardian rank you get to in season of the deep will be what is shown the next season. That's 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 basically how it'll work from for now. Mm-hmm. Um, play yeah. So let's see. Uh, play that's uh, let's see. Players renew their previous. Okay, I got that part. Um, yeah, it says other categories will not reset. R- ranks you do not renew will fade um, at the end of season. Um, commendation counts will be reset each season to reflect your experience with the newest content. Your commendation score and breakdown will be tracked each season, and you'll only lose a percentage of your commendation score each season rather than having it reset as the years, um, as, as they, as having it reset. So, um, <clears throat> that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, having to like re- renew an entire thing of commendations feels weird. I yeah. admittedly still feels weird having this like season to season thing. Like I don't, yeah. Like this is, this is, this is a challenging thing. I think because I think it is good to have like I think I think they need to have like a a season by season commendation score thing. 
but like an, an, overall, an one. overall one that is like tracked somehow. Um, and it seems like th- I'm sure they will get there because they did show in this. And I think they maybe they'll talk about it in this next part, but they did show like a they, there will be a new screen next season that like at least in your player profile, you can like go see like here is like your commendation score for season of the defiance. And, you know, the season, I'm assumingly like, you know, they'll continue to add seasons on. Um, but I really think they should still have some kind of other thing to show, like this is your overall commendation score that you could sh- show later on or something like that. Some kind of overall thing. Yeah, a lifetime score versus like seasonal <laughs> yeah. score. Yes. Uh, let's see. As the year goes on, it's important that we track your achievements throughout the seasons. In Season 21, we're adding a new display to the journey that will show your recent seasonal history. This will include Guardian Ranks, Commendation Score, Commendation Breakdown, Seasonal Challenges, and Seasonal Triumph Score. So they'll have like more direct breakdowns of that, and that's cool. Uh, I'm glad yeah. they will have those numbers for like probably us to see individually <laughs> to show off, but I would still hope there is like, you know, they will eventually have the other part of this guardian rank commendation maybe like ball it up into one main thing to show off like you know i thought i i saw somebody throw out a good idea because like if you really think about it like like getting guardian ranks is basically like a more glorified title right like it is kind of that like it is set up in a similar way where you're completing these challenges and once you complete them you get a number rather than like a title I saw somebody throw out the idea of like getting a basically a guardian rank title. Um, and then when you, if you get it to guardian rank 11, um, that shows like, that's basically like gilding. Like gilded. That's yeah. like gilding it. So that way you could, you could, if you wanted to have this guardian rank title and then like killed it to get, get to 11 each season to guild it. So you could show it off, um, on top of that. Um, but yeah, I think, I, th- that, I, think, I think that could be cool, but like, I think like, I think there could be something more interesting though. They could do potentially. But yeah. We'll a thing to go with that. Cause like uh final fantasy 14 has titles as well. <laughs> um, more for like, you know, you get certain ones for completing certain story missions and it's right. like, okay, you did the thing where you beat the war in Stormblood, So you get the Stormblood title or whatever. Right. Um, it'd be cool if like you could display your guardian rank title and your title of choice together um right. like a pair so it's like you know chronicler paragon uh or even like you know where the number is like the circle around it kind of like what overwatch does right like mm-hmm. would change depending yeah. on your guardian rank so it, it does uh, actually that's that's a good point to bring up because it does do that a little bit already if once you hit nine and ten and even eleven yeah. is like a different one but i think like you could evolve that like one even more where like yeah it is like it's like it's like yeah it has like maybe it's got golden thing or maybe you can it has like additional little icons on to show like stars or something yeah like you are you are guardian rank 11 now in this season but you also can see these here that show like i was guardian rank multiple seasons past seasons as well like i think they definitely need something to like reflect that um for sure, which they don't they don't specify here, but I think they have they at least like recognize that like we will have like these numbers and we want to show like, you know, your individual scores and various things in your account. So I'm hoping that they maybe, you know, now that they've done those things now that they're they're working on these, you know, eventual things to show off that because I think that'd be cool. 
Um, and you know, would it feel better as somebody who like wants to achieve those things and like go for guard would be willing to like try and get guardian rank 11. Like I did get gilded conqueror every season. Uh, I'd be willing to like do that each season if, you know, there's something cool to show off for it. Yeah. Um, or, or like I, uh, another idea that I just came to mind because I remembered, I think it was like, uh, in the last, the last episode we did, it was maybe the one before that, where they shared some of the PVP stuff where you get like a special emblem for doing, getting, I think like the, the higher rank of what, uh, in a competitive division, maybe they could do like a guardian rank, like emblem or of some kind. And maybe that can show like numbers and things on it. Um, and like maybe change in a way that you can show that you've, you've done this a bunch. Um, that could yeah. be, that could be cool. Um, def- definitely options. I, I just hope they're, they're thinking about that stuff and how to, how to reward players who like want to do that stuff. Um, but yeah, that was kind of guardian rank stuff. Yeah. All, all, all sounded good to me. And I do, I will say overall, like a lot of the changes they've made, um, even in these, some of the patches over the past couple weeks and months through, through this season have been really good changes to, um, kind of streamline getting up guardian ranks. Um, and those have been nice and hearing that, like, you know, I can kind of get to guardian rank 11 and, um, kind of, it'll show that at least next season, you can kind of keep that and like have that, uh, prestige, um, for a period of time is nice. Um, but great. But yeah, um, they move on here. They start giving us some new tidbits, um, some cool things coming to new armor mods. Because as they've stated, you know, with this new armor system, we had plans for more mods to add more, and more mods. Like, of course, they're going to add that new stuff. Um, so they talk about two here, which I think were definitely like requested and also probably highly sought out. And like, they probably, I'm sure that them at, at Bungie knew they like needed to have mods like these at some point because they, they were there their previous iterations um, were like pretty integral to a lot of builds. Right. Um, So here, here are the two mods. Um, The first one is called powerful attraction. Um, This is when using your class ability, you collect all orbs of power within a radius radius determined by the number of copies of the mod you have equipped. Um, And then they have design notes for both of these. These are from like some of the people. And uh, the request for a seeking orbs mod that would allow allow orbs to track to you did not fall on deaf ears. However, adding such functionality to an object that is spawned as frequently in such numbers and for all fire team members, not just the creator, could create memory performance and latency issues. Um, so, yeah, that's that's like a fair uh, thing. Um, and I like this. Uh, it's, it's definitely going to be something you have to see in practice, though. Right. Of like seeing like, you know, I want to see when a, you know, a warlock casts a rift or a hunter dodges and just a million orbs just fly to them or something like, like, yeah. like, what is that radius? Like, I'm sure it is not a thing where, you know, um, you know, it, it's just have to see that the actual radius in action once it's in game. These will be in season 21, by the way, they did say that in the, in the, in the blog, these will be two new mods in season 21. Um, being it's added. a cool idea though. Cool, I'm, I'm cool idea. Yeah. I like it doing, doing a hunter dodge and getting a bunch of orbs flying at you or doing tight yeah, that's, that one. The hunter dodge seems like it's going to be extremely useful. Yeah. 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 For, As always. Yeah. <laughs> doing a Titan barricade and just, you know, just barricade up and there's a bunch of orbs roll up to orbs you. Come through the barricade. Yeah. yeah It'd be cool. cool. That'd be really cool. Um, another one, uh, which I'm definitely uh, interested to, 
to see, and I think will like already be a really good one for like incorporating some of the builds I already have is elemental charges, um, collecting the subclass collectible associated with your damage type. So fire sprites, iron traces, taser shards, all that jazz, um, has an escalating chance to grant you a stack of armor charge on strand. This is granted by destroying tangles. Um, the frequency of gaining a stack of armor charges tuned differently for each collectible to count for the differences in frequency and volume of creating these collectibles. Sure. That makes sense. Cause you know, I would say like definitely notice that having played a bunch of the different classes now is like you can, you know, on strand, you can make a, it's pretty easy to make tangles all the time. I feel like where compared to like, you know, I would say like void, and um, I would say, like, on Void in particular, it feels like I'm making a lot less um, of those breaches um, as they were, which I understand because of how they work now, where you can literally pick a single one up and you get Devour and Volatile Rounds and all this stuff, like, instantly. So I understand why they maybe don't have those, like, raining everywhere. And same with, yeah. like, same with Fire Sprites, where, like, they feel really, even even with, like, the limited capacity, you can make them just, like... You are they, they are very potent because you just pick one up yeah. and you have you literally just have in, in, in uh, restoration and some one of the ability energy back like they and that's like easily done across all classes right so so it's it's a pretty it's pretty it's pretty nuts yeah uh, but let's see let's move on to our next one here. Um, oh yeah, so they they did they did reiterate that hey there'll be yeah, new aspects for um, strand classes next season. They remind everybody hey, you know those will be here, so that's cool. Um, yep. Then they very excited about those. Yeah, very excited about those to see what those are. Um, and then they also um, are adding in an, uh, a really requested feature. It's something I think we had brought up when they first brought up seasonal mods. So I'm sure this is something they knew they were going to do. We're already working on once the lightfall hit, but this is basically making it so seasonal perks you pick out um, from the seasonal artifact mod now can be in- individually like placed, turned on and off. That's yep. basically what they're doing now. So, so it's not be a thing where it is right now where you have to, once you buy a certain amount, you reset it and then have to purchase them all again. Yeah, That was probably just like a, a quick and easy way limitation they did to fix that. But now in season 21, it'll just be a, you turn this on or if you don't want it, you just turn it off and then you can just pick the ones you want. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I thought, of, I thought, of, you know, it'd be really crazy how this works with like loadouts and stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming it'll just be a, these don't save to like a loadout. These will rather, you'll still have to like kind of turn off and on ones for different things. Cause it's like, I just think of the possibility of like people who speed run this game and are already doing crazy things like solar and yeah. and having to like you do these cot swaps with these mods and stuff like could be absolutely insane, but I don't think they yeah. are. I don't think they'll have that ability, but just which makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. for sure. Um, another, another cool thing they're doing next season because um, they said, you know, Hey, we're not doing a power increase. 1810 is going to be the power you're at next season. And potentially going forward, post that. So that means they can do things like have trials come the first week of the first week of the the, the expansion or not expansion, but the season, next season. So that's cool. Grandmaster Nightfalls are gonna be week four rather than week seven. So that'd be really nice because I I am always once again reminded that like oh right to get these adept weapons they are just one a week again for the season. So yep. if you yep. wanted an adept hung jury, you're you're already done so. <laughs> so yep. for the season. 
if you want to what is I think this week is like a, the Mindbenders shotgun, which you know, to be fair, not, not much once, but like nobody wants that. Yeah. The last two weeks, the last two weeks of the season are like the new ones where it's like Buzzard and Swarm are back. If you want those, you got to do them that week because otherwise you're not. I guess them. Swarm could be good in theory, but you yeah. know, like I assume you know I didn't get adept hung jury, but I assume because mm-hmm. I have gotten it in the past. I wonder if. I could get ciphers and focus it. You can. Yeah, um, you can. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know. I haven't gotten the gold one, so I don't know. Yeah, it, 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 it'll be, no, it'll, it'll, you still can, but yeah, you won't get a gold one. I know <laughs> in particular they were upset because, which is inter- also an interesting thing they did since you brought it up is they also changed the, some of the roles hung jury could get this season. Yeah. So they cannot get explosive payload in the second slot anymore. It can get connect tremors, a new one, which is like an okay trade off. But that is that is one thing. So if you have a rapid hit explosive payload or one with explosive which payload, I, which I do, definitely, yeah, yeah keep that because <laughs> yep. you can't get that anymore. Especially, I know they're salty because it's uh, there's a it was the cool gold one, and you can't get the gold one now either because it's like sil- back to silver or whatever. Back to it's silver, very weird, <laughs> very FOMO, weird. Yeah, FOMO and destiny, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, one th- one thing to note is they did say for that for that next season the. The gilding node, so basically the ability to like freely select which GM you want to do at any time, will still not be till week seven. But if you want, but you still technically could start gilding it earlier if you want to do them week by week in week four, which is which makes is nice. sense. Um, yeah, because you still could start earlier if you wanted to, and that's the, it'll still also mean since Grandmaster's open, you'll have more chances at various adept weapons those those weeks. So there'll be some extra weeks to get extra adept drops, which is nice. Yeah, but some of ones will end up being up twice, and there will be new ones as well, which we'll talk about later because they did tell us in a twab the new uh, nightfall and <clears throat> uh, weapons and all that stuff. So we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next up, um, we get into another big um, new system they're adding in, which I think has been something people have been waiting for for a while: exotic focusing. We're getting yeah. it in season 21. Um, we are finally going to be able to just take exotic engrams to, I think, do they say it's Rahul that does this or is it somebody else? I'm not sure where it's, I guess I don't know if they, I don't know if they said in the, in the blog specifically where it was done at. Um, but basically um, you will now have, there will be multiple ways to decrypt. They will have um, advanced decryption is what they said. And that'll basically be like the, you know, this Engram contains exotics from this expansion. Um, it could be armor or weapons. And I think some of them do break down into like, these are, this is like an, if you pull this one, it's like the weapon exotics from this expansion or it's the armor exotic from this expansion. You can just, you can just pull at random essentially from that specific pool. So that's one way of doing it. But there's also the, you have a specific, um, if you have gotten the exotic already, you can, you can specifically pull this one out, um, and, uh, you know, try and get better rolls of it or, um, get, get better ones if you want. Um, which is nice. Yeah. And it's this. gonna, it's gonna cost, it, it, where do the exotic ciphers play into that? So exotic, exotic ciphers, I believe are with the precision one, which is specifically like pulling out specific um, exotics. So you basically would be able to choose 
what which you know if I want this specific armor for the Titan or whatever whatever piece it is, that will cost like some glimmers and I think um, shards and now an exotic cipher which we now know was also added to this this cost. Um, yeah, but you which, can hold more exotic ciphers after this. Yeah, you can well. hold you can hold up to five of them. I'm assuming they're gonna maybe give a, may, make more ways to get more of those. You would hope. Because I know, like right now, it is like you get. I think you get one or maybe two from the season pass. Yeah. Um, and then you get one, and then you just get them from doing the Zer quest, which is like doing like twenty strikes or something. Yeah. So twenty one like, strikes. So it's like that's, that's a lot. So I'm expecting them to maybe, um, not not uh, maybe update that. Maybe they'll re- reduce the amount of strikes you need to do for that for now. I very much though expect them to fold that into doing um what is it the exotic mission rotator right like that makes a ton of sense mm, for that yeah. right because it's totally. exotic focused totally. that you're gonna be running those for ciphers and maybe maybe like ascendant shards Crafting and other things and, and and stuff like that yeah yeah makes makes a ton of sense they're gonna put a lot of that stuff probably in that rotator or yeah um, for sure when that comes but you know they don't really say that they don't say that too much around here um, but they, but you know, that was, that was the big thing was, you know, now we are going to be able to focus them. They will now it is also worth mentioning that like, uh, any source that an exotic engram comes from now will drop as an engram rather than just like, you know, if you get, if you just, one just drops in the ground while you're playing randomly, that'll just be an engram that now goes into like your little engram inventory with like prime engrams and whatnot. But if it's like, yeah. a, but if it's like a nightfall, or I think if it's like a nightfall or a law sector drop, it'll still drop as like the it's a you get like a random drop of a thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I think that they clarified that and how that works there and there. I'm pretty in the blog itself. I'm pretty sure. No, they said um, that if it's a new exotic, you can't focus it, so you have yeah. to go to you have to just decrypt one from a law sector regularly, um, right? Yeah, in like, order to yeah. get the the new one yeah you still have to do that but the, yeah you still have to do that for now but they did say there'll be another way to get acquire newer exotics as well in the future they but they, they didn't outline what that'll be i hope that's maybe also maybe that'll also go to the, where the exotic mission rotator or something um, yeah maybe you get you can get new exotics from that or whatever it'll be nice um i definitely hope they they do that uh or just, I'd rather them just honestly just go back to them dropping as random drops, like give those exotics that can drop at random just a chance to pee those. But I guess that would go against the the thing they're doing here, though, to getting exotic engrams. So it probably won't be that actually. Now that I think about it, but yeah, I mean this is good. Maybe I can finally get necrotic grips that are not a fifty-eight stat roll for the first time <laughs> yeah. in my life. Yeah, uh, which is exciting. I, I they gotta have good stats, right? If you focus any of these and get a sixty-one. Yeah. You just spent three ascended shards and an exotic, exotic cipher, cipher on it. That's not good. Yeah, um, people are going to be really mad about that. But I uh, but also, and, I wouldn't be surprised. They still do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I think that's a thing that they could at least adjust. Um, and this makes me want more sources for ascended shards, for sure. Yeah. Um, I know idea. like they added it to dares, but also they made dares miserable on yeah, legend I, I, absolutely I, I miserable. doing a legend dares for set of charge it's they got so rest. miserable yeah. um but yeah i you know or at least like you know make it a guaranteed two from any master nightfall or higher or something like yeah. that i think would be fine for sure 
raise the limit. <laughs> yeah, they still. I think they. I think they really still need to raise the limit on a lot of these currencies. Um, yeah. They need. They need to raise limits on stuff. They need to. Ha- they need. And they need to have some of the like l- lower tier currencies that like don't have as much um, acquired, easily acquirable sources. They need to up like the the amount those give. In my opinion, like legendary yeah. shards, enhancement cores. Yeah. Like glimmer yeah, glim- sure. glimmer be fine. Yeah, they they need to just up a bunch of those or like increase the sources of some of those. Like that, just yeah, yeah. Need just make ten legendary that. shards drop from every nightfall run, yeah, and then have that yeah. go up every difficulty challenge you go up. Like yep. you know, yep. That'd be, it's fu- that it's fine to, to give us plenty of stuff. Like I really like we're gonna use it. Is the thing yeah. now because they, they have, have so many more ways places to, to use it. Yeah, exactly. They, they, even even now, there's so many places to use it, and like I just. I think we talked about it in a previous episode uh, you, you did about like using that currencies for like crafting and stuff now. And like now I'm starting to do yeah. that too. And it's like, man, this is just, I, I'm burning up cores. Yeah. I don't like, mind prisms, enhancement prisms being a part of enhancing perks. Right. Right. But because like those are something that have one use otherwise. Right. But now I'm using glimmer and legendary shards for everything. Everything. So yeah. Yeah. They just got to, bring things more in line with one another um which hopefully they are working on i'm sure yeah i'm sure i'm sure there will there will be another like currency adjustment pass um, yeah they're probably just seeing how this stuff all shaked out um and like you know, i don't miss the doritos for sure yep i'll don't, say that don't, much. don't miss don't miss a lot of those currencies i agree <laughs> Um, uh, this this little note here has me excited that we're upgrading more than fifteen of our lower performing exotic, exotic armors and rolling up bounce chases to several others. Yeah, good 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 to see that as well. I was definitely hoping to hear about the because um, we didn't really get much exotic armor updates with Lightfall, which makes yeah. sense because they're doing a lot of other stuff. But like now, I was I was I'm sure that was coming at some point, but I'm sure that will be a season twenty one. A thing that we'll probably hear about soon. I probably be surprised if that's maybe like a one of the blogs right before uh, the season drops. They go like, "Here's here's you know a bunch of armor and exotic tuning stuff." My uh my May column should just be titled "Sanguine Alchemy Meta." <laughs> <laughs> Vesper Vesper of Radius Meta Meta. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the oh god I'm trying to what's the what's the Titan Helm. Th- that's a meme. Oh, uh, Eternal Warrior, Warrior Meta? <laughs> what's he uh, cooking? What's you know he what cooking? Mean? Let him cook. Let him cook with Eternal Warrior. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. They, yeah, they kind of closed off that, this blog with a couple of those little snippets of like, yep, yeah, 15 more of our lower performing exotic armors rolling out balance changes. Um, we'll have some exciting news for players who enjoy improving their raid and dungeon exact drop chances through triumphs. It's cool. And we're taking already up, doing good stuff with that. So. Yeah, I'm sure they will probably just. What my guess was, my guess is they will probably whatever the raid that is being reprised, they will probably like add a bunch of. They will probably make the, like how they have with root of nightmares in the dungeons where like you do triumphs. Um, they will give you increased make chances. It, make it retroactive. Make for it the other make ones it retro. Well. No, make it retroactive. So that means like a lot of people probably already have those done. They can just already have increased chances at those drops, which would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing they said is we're taking a pass at team unfriendly Vanguard bounties requiring specific weapons, ability kills and more. Um, I like that because I actively, actively ignore the like get scorch kills and get 
uh, state volatile round things. It's like I love like all of those like synergy things, but like having to like actively chase those things in a way that like yeah, you're like you feel like you're forced into them than just like doing the stuff you want to be using and stuff like that just Especially does not feel fun. So. Ignitions are like unless yeah, you're building yeah, for too. ignitions, it's like so hard to yep. do them. Yes. Getting random weak weakens or suppress enemies a bunch. It's like all right, so I'm just gonna basically have to get my or super run suppressor grenades. Or yeah, or, yeah. It's like yeah, it's very specific things that they're not they're not uh, that fun to like try and actively chase rather than just kind of do them organically. Um, but yeah, that was the, that was the lightfall reflecting on blog. Good good blog overall. I definitely recommend reading through it if you want more specifics yeah um, you, i gotta go through have, it still if you haven't to be honest if you haven't already but um a lot of it is like this is kind of the new the biggest newest snippets they gave but a lot of it was also like here's things we've done that, yeah yeah like they talked about difficulty and like the chain like a lot of changes they already made and like i think there were like a couple things where it was like you know that are coming with this mid-season patch so um some some we didn't some good stuff we didn't mention it, but they did mention new accommodation, best dressed, which is yes, great. yeah. Uh, that's they talked about a little bit more in the blog, the, which one of the twabs. Okay. So, we'll, so I do have a little bit about that from that twab. So we'll talk about that cool, good. in a bit. Love it. But uh, but first, because um, we're we're basically catching up on the last two weeks of the uh, uh, weekly blogs he did. Um, the first one they did um, that we missed out on. Uh, the main thing was they just gave us the like the usual overview of like here are the weapons leaving, uh, like end game content rotations, and here's the new ones coming. So they gave us a preview of some new stuff, uh, some cool some cool things in here. Mm-hmm. Um, so first to keep in mind, um, the weapons leaving are uh, Mindbender's Ambition and Militia's Birthright. Um, those are honestly, I'm totally cool. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I'm totally cool with both of those leaving because they were like fine, but not like c- crazy. Must have birthright yeah, had some cool roles, but like eh. yeah, I'll vouch for malicious birthright. I got like quick draw, auto loading, blinding, yeah. which is really nice. Yeah, that's a pretty that's um, a pretty cool role for sure. Yeah, yeah, just because it's like boom blind and it's gone again. Yeah, uh, and it's already reloaded by the next time you need it. So yeah, if, if you haven't gotten malicious birthright yet, yeah. there's some good st- good roles on there. Yeah. Mindbender's ambition sucks. So yeah, don't worry yeah. About don't worry about that. <laughs> they did they did point out the weeks. So Mindbender's ambition will be up this week, the 18th. Um, that'll be its final week up to to get it. So if you have not gotten one period and just wanted for collections or something like there you go. Um, but also it'll probably be added to legacy focusing next season. So you might not, might, you might be okay. Um, mm-hmm. then this birthright is May 2nd. So it's the week. I think that's just the week after this, or is it two weeks? It's two weeks. That's two weeks. So yeah, yeah. it's not the week after this, but it's, it's, uh, not the 25th, but the week of the second. Uh, so two weeks, uh, you can go get one of those. Um, and then we have this week. Uh, then we have trials, which is the Inquisitor shotgun. Uh, final w- week is the uh, is of the ninth, so that's also that two weeks away, or no, the week after that one, so three weeks away. And then the bow Whistler's whim, which apparently already came and went. So if you didn't get it, pour one out. Um, then we have <laughs> <laughs> we have Iron Banner, which I think there is still one more week of Iron Banner left. Yes. Right? Yeah. So that'll be the the weapons leaving there will be the uh, the hero's burden. Uh, machine submachine gun 
and the uh, Wizened Rebuke fusion rifle. Um, I definitely will try to get that Hero's Burden if you haven't got one of those. There's some decent rolls on that. Yeah, I did get... We talked about it last time we recorded, I think. Um, the Feeding Frenzy Volatile f- Rounds. Volatile mm-hmm. Flow. Whatever. Destabilizing Rounds. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I did get that roll on... Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Hero's Burden. And it was like literally my last... After I gilded mm-hmm. Iron Lord, I went and turned in my very last engram was that roll. And I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to go back. Yeah. That's, that's, um, that's, even that's I was good. <laughs> I was having a great time with Eruption, I will say, for the record. But yeah, it was it just was, I played for yeah. like four hours straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would say I, I definitely had a big, I remember that too. I had a binge fest of some Iron Banner as well when that when that came up just to get the, because I actually did guild that title. Um, finally. Yeah. <clears throat> It's good with volatile flow. It's very fun. There's a yeah. lot of explosions. So. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I have a, I have a feeding frenzy um, repulsor brace roll that I actually really like as well because I think yeah. propul- repulsor brace is still a slept on perk in my opinion. But yeah, I digress. Um, Wise rebuke. I don't really have much to say about, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah go, go, go. we have one There's more. Like the- you have one more week to go get those if you want them. So there's that new the hot the new hotness the the rapid fire frame uh linear air fusion yeah, rifle the, that is the, like the very neo, good the neo so. one yeah I stopped yeah. it I can cra- I believe I can craft one of those but I still gotta do that I'm working um, on that one yeah grinding public events or whatever patrols <laughs> <laughs> um and then yeah the last one they have leaving here is from Ro- is Rose from the competitive uh, PvP playlist. Because that is, as they said, I think in that PvP blog, they said, you know, that's being swapped out of competitive next season, and then it'll be um, the, a new sniper rifle of some kind. I forget exactly what they said it was, but yeah, new new sniper rifle will be the new weapon to go for that. That's cool. It'll be in legacy focusing. I think it'll be gone for a season, and then it'll be in yeah. legacy focusing. Yeah. So if you missed it, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, it'll be back at some point for sure. Um, and now we have the new weapons coming mm. in. So the new weapons we have the due to the two new Nightfall weapons we have the Braytech Osprey rocket launcher and the loaded question fusion rifle those are both returning uh, weapons. Okay. Um, I think I think the Braytech was a Nightfall gun at some point or earlier in D two, and loaded questions was like a ritual, one of the OG ritual weapons. So it only had it's like Buzzard and another gun they've done now where. They only had specific perks, but now it'll drop as a, an adept version with like random rolls and stuff. So that'd be pretty cool. That I remember that being a, a at, at least at the time, it was a a well liked fusion rifle. So I know there are probably people that are like stoked for that. I didn't. I was not really playing as much during that era. I want to say when that yeah. was that was a big deal. So I'll get one. I'm sure playing playing uh, all that stuff. Um, then we have. A new Vanguard playlist weapon, Positive Outlook, Avoid Precision Auto Rifle. So you get another auto rifle dropping in the playlist, the in the Crucible or the the Vanguard playlist. There, that's pretty cool. Very, I'm I'm hopeful that the auto buff makes precisions and aggressives in PVE feel much better because I feel like yeah. they they struggle. I love them in PVP. Is the thing I've found right. uh, recently just how they feel there and since the damage is kind of more set there um like uh seven seraph carbine is mm-hmm. a precision kinetic auto that i love in pvp so 
it's potential that this could at the very least be good in PvP, but here's hoping. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Um I yeah, I'm I'm hopeful for that too. And, and since it's like a Vanguard one that you'll see that all the time, right? So it'll just pop yep. up. That'll be like a cool one to probably go after. Um after that we have Ga- we have Gambit as a strand linear fusion rifle. Interesting. Mm. Gambit's, Very cool. Gambit's getting a strand weapon. That's pretty cool. Um, so let's we'll see what we'll see what that what that's all about when it drops. Um, Crucible is getting Randy's throwing knife, which is another Ooh. very popular uh, old Destiny this one gun. I know. Yeah, that yeah. was that was a really popular one. So now I think it'll have random rolls. Yeah, random yeah. rolls. It'll, it'll be dropping all the time. It'll drop it all the time. Yeah, because it's just a, a Crucible gun. Yeah, that'll be that'll be kind of nuts. Um, but yeah, cool for that. And then we have trials. Uh, we have a new Arc Glaive for trials which is definitely interesting um because i would not say like I, our, glaives have are used a little bit in pvp but i feel like they're not seen as like a pvp weapon right so it's interesting that they're like putting one in trials to maybe try and push it or show it off as a pv more pvp weapon with this i guess i will see but yeah interesting since the, the damage resist nerf in pvp it's it's tougher to use glaives that's for sure yeah Interesting choice uh, for for sure there. Um, I'll we'll have, have to, to get it. Yeah, I know. So. Glaive, Glaive gang. Got to stay, gotta stick with <laughs> yeah, it. I'll, I'll report back <laughs> next season. <laughs> um, and then bringing back Messenger. Um, great, great pulse rifle. If you didn't get one before, it'll be, it'll be back. And uh, with that pulse rifle buff, probably even better. So that'd, yeah, that'd be cool. probably kinetic tremors or something yeah, on that. be interesting to see what new perks it has. Yeah, that's a good point. And I'll definitely might go back for one of those. Um, and then we have Iron Banner next with a strand fusion rifle. It's another new strand weapon. Fusion rifle, very cool. Um, and then Swarm of the Raisin, Raven uh, Void uh, Rock Gurney Launcher coming back. And then Competitive is getting that Arc Sniper rifle like we mentioned, which is uh, pretty cool. Yeah. So here you go. Bunch of new weapons. Um, they'll, they'll, be fun to, they'll be fun to try out. I'm looking forward, as always, to new loot. I know, I know, people are always like, "eh, it's like reissued guns, man, man, like whatever." They'll have new roles. There was there were not adept versions of a lot of these weapons prior that, that I'm mostly interested in, right? So, like, I think that'll make a lot of differences to those. Um, and that'd be cool to have them. I actually, I totally don't mind them doing that as a way to like bring the weapons back in a, in a more modern sense, like you know when they the take them out of that old era into the new era and give them a new time to shine sort of deal. Yeah. I'm totally cool. And origin stuff. perks and stuff. And if like the, the competitive sniper is like Rose where instead of having an origin trade, it has like grips or something like that. Like yeah. that's going to be interesting um, and certainly make it. And plus that's like, we're getting a 10% sniper buff next season or something. So right. Yeah. Um, that's, that, that's going to be exciting. Yeah. I'm curious the, Strand fusion rifle is probably the most exciting outside the glaive on there for me, yeah. and we don't know what archetype it is. So yeah, they, yeah. they didn't they didn't say. Hopefully it's rapid fire, but we'll see. We, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, very cool. Um, always cool to get some seasonal new seasonal playlist weapons. Um, yeah, and grab those ones, other ones if yeah. you haven't yet, if you want them. Um, but then we had the blog from last week, from the thirteenth. Um, this had two. There's two big things to to point out here. Um, this was mainly a big talk in the the PvP community where these 
um, these tools, these kind of um, auxiliary sort of controller things that are mainly called Zim and Cronus, I think are what they're called. Um, and basically like in, mo in most video games and other things, they are used more as like accessibility things to help with like aim and control for people who are, you know, are, are you know, who need those extra assistance from those kind of tools to play games. Um, but in some first person shooter, you know, PVP competitive games, they can be abused uh, by, by players to like get an advantage and like, you know, I think, um, you know, again, there's way more PVP minded creators out there. Like I would say, like Aster Cross specifically put out a pretty good video that like broke it down better than I think I could hear. Um, it shows it off visually as well of like, you know, showing like, you know, you, you think of like, you know, when you shoot destiny gun or most guns in any video games, you have recoil. So when you're shooting it, you know, it kind of patterns up and shoots up and you just straight strip shows like when you have one of these things on, you can set it to where it has zero of that. So it just so you can just like shoot straight or if even mm. and even it does recoil up, you're like you have like perfect straight aim on the weapons and it like forces that in the in the game more or less to like kind of basically uh, like kind of uh, override some of those natural things that they 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 intend for the weapons to have. You can kind of overact those, you know, for normally for most games, you can, you know, that might be an accessibility helpful thing. Um, but you can also use them to kind of get an advantage and uh, PVP. But ultimately, they break it down. Bungie breaks it down where like they are going to be essentially looking for people who are using them for these like more adventation and kind of not good ways and straight up just banning them from the game. Um you know, they're going to do their due diligence to keep these things out here um, from kind of ruining PvP experiences. You know, a lot of other games were already doing this. And like so like that was kind of a lot of where the talk came from of like as soon as like I think it was like, you know, Activision or Call of Duty people were like, hey, yeah, we're going to ban these. And I think another like big FPS game did it as well. So that eventually led to people in Destiny being like, hey, come on, Bungie. What, what are you, you going to do about this? And so, the, you know, here, here it is. It's a response. Yeah. You know, I think Bungie's very, very big about accessibility, so I think they're doing it right by like being like, we are gonna we are gonna look for ways to like you know you know make sure we're not you know just banning anybody and everybody because you know there are people who have legitimate issues and disabilities who want to play but you know have to use these extra things to, uh, to do so. Um, but there are also plenty of people who are just gonna use it for ill-gotten reasons. Yeah, um, and they're gonna go after them. That's always a good thing. Um, yeah, I wonder. Like, I assume cheating is just much more of an issue on PC because I feel yeah. like I very rarely run into it. Yeah, it's it's much more of it's much more of a PC thing. There, cause there's a lot more freedom to things you can put on a on, on a computer compared to like an Xbox or a PlayStation, right? So like they can just do a lot more easy e easier things there. It it it, dev, it definitely can exist on consoles, but um, it's uh, definitely much 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 more prevalent in PC spaces uh, for sure. Um, and then the last thing, like you, like you brought up, they did talk more about the best dressed commendation in this twab, which was a fun read. Um, but basically they kind of broke down like best dress commendation are also restricted to what we call low trust activity, match made activities that don't rely on significant communication or team play, not raids and dungeons, not trials of Osiris. If you think your clan mate is the best dressed, you can just tell them this. 
This isn't a high reward. <laughs> Best dressed is about gaining, giving strangers a compliment. That's like the little point I brought up just to make everybody make it known that like this will be more of in like, you know, general crucible or gambit or Vanguard strikes. strikes. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, but it won't necessarily be for like a raid thing, which is fine. They should, they should put in raids though. Yeah. That would, that would be a fun one to do. Cause I, I definitely would have been pretty toxic about it. I've been like, Hey, <laughs> I'd have been like, hey, look at me. Suit. Yeah. Look at me. I don't care about, don't look at my DPS. I don't care. <laughs> look at my drip. Look at this drip. Look at this drip here. Okay. Um, but yeah, those are, those are our twabs. Those are our, um, all the, all the info we've kind of caught up on a little bit. Um, there is one thing I wanted to bring up, which is not like the most fun topic, but I think it's worth, was, yeah. it's worth talking about because it's uh, been definitely the talk of recent uh, days it's been the here. Weekend. It's been yeah. the weekend. Um, as you'll know, a lot, uh, and some of it does come back to a lot of the information we've been getting, um, over the past mm-hmm. few weeks and that, and it's all dealing with leaks that happened, um, Earl as back in March. Right now, again, specifics. I'm not going to sit here and be like, here's what was in the leaks. Blah, blah, blah. You know, yes. we're not, we're, we, because you know, I still don't know. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything. I have looked at them. Just, I looked at them a while ago. I, you know, I have the, I have my, my weird brain of like, I like being informed on the current things. So I, I, it's just uh, my brain's broken, so I have to look at these things. But I don't. I totally get it. But but I'm in a, in a way like I'm not gonna sit here and tell people about it. I don't want to like sit here and ruin this, ruin people who like want to genuinely be excited about these things or you know other other things like that. So you know, just a straight up point on this. Like you know, you know when we, we I want to bring it up here because it is like a a big point that's going on in the, in the community. But like ultimately, whenever whenever these kind of leaks happen. We might bring them up in this capacity, but we will not explicitly talk about them. I think mm-hmm. it's worth saying, like, that'll just not be a thing we do here on this podcast. So, yeah, deal with it. We um, have plenty of information directly from Bungie to talk exactly, about. You know? Exactly. We will talk about it when it's official news that they've shared. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, basically, these leaks happened. Um, I think it was back in, I think it was like er- early March it happened um, that these started coming out. And basically, we have now learned that the these leaks came from an internal Bungie like content creator summit that happened. Yeah. Basically, they showed off like um, some slides and other things that had a lot of information about next season, mainly um, a lot of other things that are coming next season and even beyond that. Um, you know, pretty pretty. There's you know interesting information, I would say. But I also I would say, you know, now knowing that it came from a creator sun- summit definitely had me shaking my head because it was not like mind blowing stuff at sure. the same like worth breaking an NDA over, which is what seemed to be what is happening. But also now it is like even more muddied because the person that was accused um, has has now like gone on to say they have not done it. And like in some ways, like makes sense because they are like a pretty prominent content creator in the scene who have been playing for many years. They've been to multiple summits and, you know, nothing have not been leaking all this stuff years prior. Um, but they were found out basically because in the screenshots, you can see some, like some of the task bar of their computers and stuff. Cause it is like a screenshot, like taken from like a phone or something, <laughs> which is even weirder. Um, and basically that this person was found out cause they like, they, I guess, bungee sleuthing, found some of their streams and found footage of their things 
through that to, to basically feel like they have enough to go on. Bungie has said like it is closed. It is not, they're not like pursuing like legal action towards this person. They have been permanently banned from the game yeah. as of right now is from what we heard. Um, but there's also now been cries of they, they, they said they did not do this and there's something else going on. And like, it, you know, it's not taking up. So we don't know about all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> interesting thing to say i will say ultimately yes that is kind of my mind on it of like leaks leaks happen you know a lot of leaks that have happened with destiny previously were not from this style of thing where we know they came from a content career something and explicitly like bungie tweeted from an official account about like these leaks being from a creator thing where like there have been major leaks in the past like namely for the witch queen and stuff that they did yeah. not like come out in the open to explicitly talk about this like this. Cause it's so I think that those were like legitimately from internal Bungie employees that leaked that stuff to, to people where this is like, I think a completely different scenario and why they would now be pushed to say something through an official channel to be like, Hey, we don't condone this. And this like has a lot of issues on how we, we, we conduct these content creator things in the future. And this is also affects, you know, a lot of, creators now that would be the ones going to these these things and these summits that are under nda and they shouldn't be sharing that information or letting this information get out um but yeah unfortunate thing to happen um yeah very very unfortunate thing to happen and like it's just a weird time to see all this stuff going down and i don't know what to make of it Cause I, you know, I can't really say one of the sides I would say ultimately you like, again, having seen the leaks as interesting as some of the stuff is, again, it came down to really is like, you know, it was not worth breaking an NDA for yeah. overall, because like you could, you could really boil it, boil it down to like spoilers. They're putting new guns and, and things into the looter shooter video game. <laughs> you guys, it's crazy. Yeah. What, what are they, what are they going to do next? You know, like it really boiled down to that. So it was like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird thing. Yeah. I assume, well, I guess we wouldn't necessarily, I won't speculate on, on what was shown, but yeah, it's weird. You know, I've, I've been doing the video game thing for a long time. Right. Um, <laughs> and, I've certainly been in rooms where like at the at the time I did not realize I was in a room where what was being said was off the record. But after things were said, it's like, OK, I know personally that this is off the record um, yeah. and it's it's stressful and it's even another layer like in my, you know, 12, 13 plus years, I've never once signed an NDA. Mm-hmm. Um, right outside of maybe like for a beta, which is a slightly different thing. Um, so, you know, like this was like a community summit hosted by Bungie where everyone signed a thing and it was done over discord. It sounds like, so it's not like an in-person event. So more people get access to it and they specifically try and do, you know, reach out to people from like the lower popularity bracket to the highest of the highest popularity bracket to try and get some level of a, a cohesive opinion that, that represents a larger version of the player base which is good uh yeah i mean it's one of those things where we on the outside everyone and 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 the internet is certainly so good at taking a thing and running with it but we should not make assumptions anyway any in any direction 
and and kind of let the people involved handle it. Uh, you know, I'm not. I don't want to necessarily throw too much criticism around how some some things have been handled over the weekend. But like, there was some reporting that came out that did kind of name specific names, and I I just don't feel great about that. I feel like that's going to cause more trouble, um, and I feel like it has. And you know, I it's a little irresponsible, and I I just think that if you now know who is involved and who's being accused or whatever, you should very much not like get get yourself involved because it's not going to help anyone. It's going to make it worse. And if there is a, a question as to whether this person or that was responsible for it, that then the people that are involved should be the ones that handle it. Um, I know it, it definitely sours a lot of people, right? It's a, it's a bad feeling either way, whether you're like, man, fuck this person for ruining something or for breaking trust and, and making it harder for other creators or uh, fuck Bungie for uh, banning this person when, you know, I've seen the sentiment of like the only thing that I get excited about for Destiny now are the leaks. And it's like, <laughs> let's maybe take that back a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like us even us talking about it and reporting on it or people getting on Twitter and with their pitchforks and stuff, it, all of it can make it worse. So, right. you know, be responsible out there. I, we obviously all care about this and, you know, some people really hate leaks. Some people are very in favor of them and, and ultimately you should just stay the fuck out of it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah. Pretty much. The, yeah. Like they, they consider it closed, but you know, as Bungie's, has said, you know, maybe they will do more. And now that they're now, yeah, like you said, this now, now that names and direct things are out there, you know, the, the person themselves that were accused were out there, like saying things like, I don't know if that's going to change things or if it's just going to be how it is. Like, we'll just, you know, you know, like you said, it, it, it is to, for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you hundred percent. Like it is kind of in, in their fields and they will do what they need to do both on both sides, the person and Bungie as a company, and they will, they will figure it out. It's it's all for them. Now I'm not involved. I don't know if anybody directly involved. I, we've, yeah. we've never been to any of these. I've not really signed an NDA for seeing any stuff either. Like I've just, I saw leaks a while ago and saw them and went like, okay, yep, yeah, leaks. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, moved on. And then this, you know, has erupted in a way because, you know, it has erupted in the, like, you know, they've been showing things and now that is like confirming things that were in there. That means it's doing this and then, and then, wow. And then, you know, you get Bungie's um, thing and then it's kind of spiraled over the weekend, but you know, it is what it is, you know, you know, leaks, leaks cannot are usually not, fun in, in some way yeah. shape or form even if the information is exciting um but it is it is you know just it should not be you know you shouldn't go out of your way to leak things for it's a video at the game. it's at the detriment of, of real human beings that worked very hard on yeah. those things that wanted to surprise and delight or, or yes. do whatever or have a moment for those things right you, like yeah. I, I remember the uh you know, a different kind of leak, right? When like PlayStation puts something up different, like that's a very different thing, and that's just kind of an accident, and and things cascade from there. But like when uh, the season, of the haunted trailer uh, went up early, and then Bungie posted it, I like seeing that for the first time through Bungie was like way more exciting than like hearing about it, right? 
outside of that, right? Of like, oh, we're going back to the Leviathan and Callus is back and all this stuff. Like, uh, you know, different circumstance for sure. But like the the people that worked on that trailer and that had been remaking Leviathan from the ground up for months and months and months, like wanted that to be shown the way it was supposed to be shown. Yeah. For example. So just, you know, remember that. Uh, like it makes me think of like the leaked art, art book that happened recently for um, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it has like, I, I don't know too much about it, but it's like a character in there that their name has been revealed prematurely and stuff like that. And it's like, man, what a total bummer. Right. I don't know that, but like for the people that worked on that, like, ah, uh, like yeah. this big surprise that you were kind of planning has now been kind of undercut for a lot of people. Right. Um, it, it's just almost always never a good thing. And it sucks to wait in the video game industry is way too secretive for sure. But, you know, just it, sometimes for the people working on the thing, it's better to just play by the rules. Yeah. Just, just let, let them do their thing. I'm sure. I'm sure. Bungie has been good about surprising and doing making having cool moments and sharing cool moments and like thinking about like, you know, having having cool moments and trailers and other other things that they've revealed through blog stuff, like not spoiled for us and having cool moments like that's what they want. And, and, you know, again, it it feeds into marketing and whatever, whatever, whatever. So I get like there's like some there's a cynical there's 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 a cynical take for sure. But at the same time, like it is okay to just let them do their thing and enjoy a thing. And it's fine. Um, yeah. And like you said, like there's, there's ways to be cynical and excited about it, but there's also ways to be shitty, but shitty about it. Like you said, people being like, oh, I'd probably prefer, I'd rather get the leaks, man. Blah. Like that's, 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 that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's a gross way to look at it. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway, um, I think that's, I think that's like all we have to really talk about this week in the world our past couple weeks in the world of destiny um we'll be back next week we'll talk about i guess whatever all the changes that went up mid-season whatever if they give us any other details um in the blogs and stuff and we'll be back for yeah. another helm tower podcast soon uh, oh and oh, yeah one last thing my my destiny review of lightfall is done finished Finally. in the in the um, books It'll be out. It should be out this week that that this episode goes up. It's yes. very long. I tried to make it, you know, very comprehensive. I talked about a lot of the stuff I've talked about on the podcast, like how everything was super negative up front and how that made things super shitty and like took a step back and, and really looked at the campaign for what it is and, and tried to be critical of it. I put a lot of hard work into it. So, you know, go check it out. It's going to essentially be my column for March and April because I took a very long time to work on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go check it out on rationalpatch.com right. if you like that kind of stuff. Yeah, go go read Alex's article. It'll be good. Or, and or review. Read it all out here in the world of destiny. But yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we can talk maybe more about that stuff next week potentially. But yeah, we've also talked about it, plenty of it for sure as yeah. well. But we'll talk about whatever else is coming up in the world of destiny uh, this week, and we have the mid-season patch, which we'll talk about, and maybe some, whatever else comes our way. Uh, but thanks, everybody, for either watching here on YouTube or listening on podcast services. See you next time. Bye-bye.